0: These huge highs and and full body buzzes for for days uh, was very much linked into wrong meds and also shit going on in my life. But the medication was was
1: making some was making me go pretty wild. And then of course mixing that with alcohol can be a disaster too. Lo- loaded gun, yeah. ridiculous. When did you really start to struggle with your mental health and it started to fall apart? Three things happened. I
0: was going through a massive relationship breakdown and kids involved and all of that. Um, The last five weeks of my career I was homeless, living out of the back of my car, playing AFL footy uh, with no money, all my clothes in the back of the Toyota Prado with my dog. And um, But lo and behold, in a twist, the weirdest part is I was in career best form Mm. and that's just bizarre to even get your head around. What
1: do you put that down Um, to? You had nothing else to focus on at that time? Yeah, maybe. Do you know what? Maybe um,
0: the anxiety. I might just be, I don't give a fuck. I'm just, yeah. I'm just rolling with this. So I even remember uh, drinking uh, on a. We had a twilight game against Essendon, and um, on the Saturday, and I reckon I dragged six stubbies on Friday night, which I've never ever done. Yes, I was a big drinker, but uh, not much before games. Mm. If any, so yeah. I really remember drinking those six beers, waking up a you know a bit hazy, uh, knowing anxiety from knowing that I've done the wrong thing, yeah, and just ha- just had a rip snorter, mm. just just leather poisoning. It was, and then you you trick yourself that that's this is this is all right. Did you do it again? Yeah, yeah, of course. Those those five weeks were career best form, massive risk taking, nightclubs relationship was gone, I was, I was getting a divorce and there was just a, I don't care, um, I'm going to have as much fun as I possibly can mm. and footy was third on the list, um, drinking, girls and footy. Yeah. Where did that lead you? <laughs> it, it led me to retirement. So those three things, obviously, yeah, relationship breakdown, retirement, and my body was gone. I had three operations in three weeks. And this might sound a bit bit weird, but because of my mindset and the mania, uh, I was becoming quite addicted to the feeling of getting put under. Uh, and the the painkillers and the seditation, uh, sedative drugs that they were prescribing was making me more normal. And just being able to deal with day to day life, so that was interesting. Getting over hernia, shoulder, rico, um, and my hips. got like, done op- opioids. Yeah,
1: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Because so, you couldn't um, you couldn't get into that state without that.
0: No, yeah. not at all. I wasn't saying I was not necessarily addicted to the painkillers afterwards, but addicted to the feeling of a general anaesthetic, and mm. that's... Total release of not having to think anymore, which leads us into those when things really did get um, bad and spiraling out of control. Um, wouldn't those suicidal sort of thoughts and tendencies were starting to play in my mind a little bit? Not didn't have a plan, but it was just in the back of the head thinking about what it felt like when I was going under in Mm. those operations Mm. and that was after you'd retired yeah so 2008 retired i was working at channel 7 as a sports reporter for 10 hours a week so not much commitment and getting paid 50k a year to do that so still reasonable money just to tick them over Mm. um was buying and selling um commercial property uh as a as a director of of a company but didn't have to put any collateral behind. It was just um, doing big deals. And again, think about what we've just spoken about with personality and chasing stimulus was I was doing deals like $12 bucks? Not my money, not, not a, but imagine the thrill of that over long lunches at the Raffles Hotel down in three bottles of Savion Blanc Cloudy Bay and, and securing a $12 million deal. Not something. Was just
1: not something that someone in your frame of mind needed to be was doing just at that time. Ridiculous. And look, um, the guys that I was in business
0: with had just sold their business, and they were, they were worth a lot of money and fantastic guys. And um, again, just all fueled each other. Mm. Um, they were a lot older than me, and um, I just felt safe. It was uh, that time just suited me, and and obviously. You know, some run-ins with the law, some drink driving charges, some assaults, and essentially um, four big incidents in, in a short amount of time. Uh, Channel 7 gave me the sack, which was fair enough. And the boys that I was uh, in business with also striked me off the directorship of, of the commercial property buying. So I was on my ass, uh, broke, and uh, it was my fault. So there was no pointing fingers, I'm, I'm sad. And every time I got in the shit with the law, I'd put my hand up and say I was guilty. I'd just take it on the chin. And I saw a lot of, lot of the inside of a courtroom in
1: 2008, 9, 10 and 11. Throughout that, were you operating still with that mindset of, you know, I don't give a fuck? Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, world's got the problem. Uh, went on a footy trip at the end of 08 and just annihilated myself, um, took a whole wad of money over and, um, you know, the, the risky behaviour that I engaged in over there. I was on a different time clock to the 35 of me mates at Frio. I would be roaming the streets uh, till wee hours of the morning on my own um, and I'd sleep during the day and it was just... It was just bizarre. Were My you argument.
1: were you sort of punishing yourself or looking for trouble, like looking to really implode because you didn't like uh, yourself? Yep. yep, all of that. Um, and also wanted to put myself, I
0: believe, in situations of uh, going back to those suicidal tendencies. And I've had a lot of therapy around this, identifying it, um, putting myself into a situation where possibly I would get shot beaten up to the point of no return. Yeah. And that was that was my way of going down that path. Um, yeah, absolutely, I got beaten up many times and, and hurt and, and all of that, but
1: not to that extent. But you were um, inviting it because you were, I was inviting you were punishing yourself.
0: Punishing myself but also in violent rages, um, retaliating and trying to hurt people just as much as I wanted to get hurt. It mm. was... A very interesting time mentally, mm. and, and obviously I got put before a judge. Um, judge Stephen Heath, Chief Magistrate of, of Perth, and um, he was, I believe, reasonably soft on me. He could have been a lot harder, but there was a lot of things put in place that I had to achieve uh, around learning about alcohol, um, engaging myself in um uh, as an outpatient uh, at the Leaderville Clinic, which was pretty scary. So I'd go through the back door, um, see my doctors, do my therapy, some group sessions and stuff, which was fairly hectic with ice addicts and, you know, um, my I was just just trying to recover from alcohol and that was bad enough. Mm. Um, and go down that process of trying to work out what the bloody hell was going on with this bipolar. So uh we did get correct diagnosis of bipolar through that that whole scenario, but we got again wrong medication to deal with bipolar. So I was on a roller coaster ride for another couple of years to get one ADHD medication and correct diagnosis for ADHD and also correct medication for bipolar too.
1: And you only narrowly yeah. avoided going to jail? That, in my opinion, uh spent a few times in East Perth lockup
0: uh, and and oh, this felt at ease in there on my own in that cell away from public and, and it was time for me just to, I used to wear a black jacket with a hoodie and I remember just putting the hoodie on and just sitting in the corner, blind off my guts. Like, I mean, have They said, do you, do you need a lift home? And this is how intoxicated. I said, no, no, I'll walk. I know where I am, East Perth, North Bridges over there, took a wrong turn and ended up lost. Had to get a cab back home and I was like 25 minutes the wrong way um, on that night. So I used to come home to um, Asher, my partner and, and now wife, and just show her the little the green slip and she knew where I was, had been, and that was, you know, a place where I felt safe. Mm. So, uh, but me in jail, no way, like, didn't want to go there. Scared. All of that stuff. But um, was was pretty, pretty close. Very, very close.